Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Brawn Body Health and Fitness Podcast. I'm super excited that you're joining in and tuning in today. Today is actually going to be something a little bit different and I was looking back and I'm kind of surprised. It has been one full year since I have published a solo podcast episode and today I'm going to be doing that exact same thing. So lately on the podcast, I've been talking a lot about success with incredible individuals from Derek Millander to Dr. Ariane Missimer to Chris Gronkowski to so many incredible individuals in the near future here. And I wanted to take a second and actually just kind of reflect on the growth that the podcast has seen and really to say thank you to all of you who have been listening and supporting and sending in messages and all the amazing things because I stopped and you know we were recording episode 200 because we're closing in on 200 podcast episodes the other day and uh, as I was recording that episode I recorded it with a high school friend uh, one of my best friends and one of those people that's kind of seen me from all phases and all stages from high school through college through planning and preparing for a podcast and a business to the point that we're at now. And it really made me think kind of like, wow, I want to take a moment and just reflect on this and just kind of share a little bit more about my journey with you all, because a lot of you have come in new and, you know, you've listened to recent episodes and we've seen our listener number increase exponentially this year in 2022. And I just wanted to share a little bit about how this all got started and where I'm at right now and just kind of motivate and inspire each and every one of you to go out there and do the things that you want to do in life. And, you know, even if you're scared to do it, even if you're unsure, just pursue those things that you want to do in life. So if you didn't know, I am a doctor of physical therapy, licensed physical therapist in the state of Maryland. And I am also a certified personal trainer and certified human movement specialist. I founded the Brawn Body Company in the year 2019 because I was upset and frustrated with what I was seeing in the health and fitness space. Too often, I've seen people getting cookie cutter programs that are not individualized, customized, and tailored to them. And I wanted to be the solution to that. I've also seen programs that cost an arm and a leg literally in order to be able to train with someone or get the program or whatever. And I wanted to be a solution to that. I wanted to provide high quality services in the health and fitness space in the lowest cost possible. Once COVID hit in 2020, I realized that that was going to kind of shake up the business model and shake up the uh, mainframe a little bit. And I decided, look, I kind of have to pivot here. And I impromptu decided, hey, I'm going to start a podcast. So I released my first episode in March of 2020, and it was literally about COVID. You can go back and you can listen to it. I'm pretty amazed by the number of people that have listened to it, honestly, because it was not a great episode, right? I listened to it again the other day just to kind of refresh my memory and the audio quality was not there. I'm pretty sure I just recorded it with like earbuds or literally off my phone and I didn't really have a good flow to it. And in looking back, there's 
more things that I wish I included and added to it and dug in deeper with. And again, it's crazy to me that, you know, I just kind of impromptu up and decided, hey, I'm going to start this podcast without knowing anything about podcasting, without really knowing what I'm doing at all. And now this is episode 197. So I released episode one. And then from there, I was just kind of like, look, I don't really expect anyone will listen to this. I'm not sure if anyone will gravitate towards the podcast. I don't really know what's going to happen, but I'm just going to keep going. And I didn't really have a good schedule. I didn't really have a good rhythm or routine to what I was doing, but I kept going. And I think I got about three episodes in and then I had a guest or two. And then I recorded the next 30 or so episodes by myself solo on different topics that I was really passionate about different things that I wanted to shed light on and bring information to. And I started increasing the number of guests that I had. We had Ariana Camille, uh, and then I had Megan McAvoy. And that really kick-started 2021, which was a huge year for us for growth and bringing in some amazing new people and new faces, Sal Stefano, Jimmy St. Louis, Steve Wiltshire, John Harned, all amazing people, Susan Cashdollar. And I was amazed at, you know, looking back at 2021, where I started that year with not a great plan or direction or path forward and not really knowing who my guests were going to be compared to when I ended it, because I ended 2021 with the with the episode with uh, Chris Gronkowski. And it just amazed me how I literally went from knowing nothing about podcasting, knowing nothing about what I was about to be doing. I just jumped in and did it for lack of a better way to put it and kind of built my way forward as I was going through it. I like to say that I jump off a cliff and learn how to build an airplane on the way down. And then looking at 2021, I just used that momentum and took it one step at a time. And we kept progressing further and further and further. And along that way, I met so many incredible people that have helped me and inspired me and pushed me to get to the point where we are today. And I want to use this episode to inspire you and motivate you and push you. I think I said this before to do those things that you are currently holding yourself back from in life. The things that you're a little bit scared about, you know, maybe you're afraid that someone else will judge you for doing what you're going to do. I was certainly afraid that I was going to get judged for starting a podcast at the time I was in physical therapy school. So what does a student who's still in school know? Does he know enough to host a podcast or share information online? Really? Him? And then I was also thinking, what kind of thoughts and things that I would hear from my peers about it, right? Would they listen? Would they like what I had to say? Would they not like what I had to say? What would others think? And at the time, I was getting a social media presence out, and I was pretty... I would say self-conscious about that, right? Like, what if I only got three likes on this or four likes on this? What if people liked what I put out? What if people didn't like what I put out? I was very concerned about what others were going to be thinking about the product that I was putting out, whether that be on social media or the podcast or whatever. And I was listening to something from, I believe it was Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk. And he said something about, you know, you really just can't care about what other people 
think about you. You can't really listen to them. You have to, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger was another one. I liked his motivational speeches and he had a line that you have to ignore the naysayers because unfortunately in life, you're going to ruffle some feathers if you plan on doing anything big. And I really clung to those motivational speeches from those individuals and those words. And I just kind of up and decided like, look, you know, people might not like this. People might disagree with the things that I share. People might say, well, he's just a student, but I would rather try and fail then continue to sit where I'm currently at and not really ever find out if I'm capable of doing anything great, right? So again, going back to the whole point of this is to motivate you and inspire you to do whatever it is that you're scared of. If you're the kind of person who has a big plan and you're afraid of what other people will think of it, what other people will say about it, just realize that Growth never comes from your comfort zone. And I know that sounds a little bit cliche, but you literally have nothing to worry about when it comes to embarrassing yourself or saying something wrong or whatever it might be that's going through the back of your mind in relation to others. I have said so many things wrong. I have misspoken on one podcast. I was recording the intro with the guest there. It was uh, the episode we did with Dakota Stroll. It literally took me six or seven tries just to get a solid introduction recorded. It was one of the most embarrassing things that I had ever had in my mind, because here I am with someone with a doctorate degree sitting right in front of me. They're taking their time out of their day to give to me and help me out. And here I am. I can't even talk for 30 seconds straight to do an introduction. And again, I felt embarrassed, a little bit ashamed by it, but we ended up laughing about it. We edited the podcast and it came out amazing. And y'all really liked that podcast and gave us really good feedback about it. So I find that no matter what you do, you're going to be your own worst enemy. And you're going to put these seeds in your mind of fear that will about something that will likely never come true. So I was fearful that I was going to have other people judging me for the content that I put out. I was fearful that I was going to have negative feedback and negative input. And I was fearful that I was going to make people upset. I was just fearful in general, I'll say, if you uh, couldn't tell. And I just kind of up and decided to get after it and make it happen and say, you know what, someone might be upset by this or someone might not agree with the thing that I say or the thing that I put out or someone might say, look, you know, he doesn't have his doctorate degree yet. Should he be hosting a podcast? And I said, look, maybe that'll happen. Maybe it won't. But I have to start and I have to keep going, which brings me to my next point. So you first have to conquer that fear of failing and you have to get up and go after it. You have to pursue whatever it is that you want to do, whether you're building a business, whether you're starting a podcast, whether you're starting a health and fitness journey. Whatever it is you're doing in life, you have to pursue it. You have to have that goal in line, the light at the end of the tunnel. And I knew that I wanted to succeed in podcasting and grow the podcast and have amazing people on and all these different things. I didn't know how I was going to do it, but I knew that I wanted to. And as a result, that led to me putting more time and effort into it 
because I knew that I had some kind of goal that I was working towards and I wanted to continue to work at that day after day after day. So I was reading different blog posts and I was reading different articles on the internet about podcasting. I was listening to a lot of other podcasts. Ben Greenfield Fitness was a great one. Mind Pump, High Intensity Health, and so on. There's more than that for sure. But I was listening to other podcasts and I was taking notes about how they did their podcast. Not about the content, but the podcast itself. What did I like about the introduction? What did I like about the episode structure? Did they have guests? If they did have guests, what did they talk about? How often did they have a guest? And so on. And I really started to realize that you can teach yourself so many different skills and abilities if you're willing to put the work in and put the time in and invest the energy to it. And I think that people will be more willing to put that type of time and energy and effort into something if they have that end goal and end game in mind. You might not have all the steps between where you currently are and where you're going to be, but as long as you start, as long as you keep moving forward and you do not stop and you do not slow down, then you will find a way to make it happen. I think a lot of people get stuck in this thought phase, this phase of thinking about what they're going to do. And in actuality, you need to stop the thinking phase, get out of the phase of contemplation as quickly as possible and get right to action, right? I can sit here and I can think about doing something. I could read about doing something. I could research about doing something. But at the end of the day, is that moving me closer to actually doing it? Again, I read all those things about the podcast, but I was already podcasting at that point. I was already releasing episodes. I was already in motion and I was trialing and implementing different things as I was going through it and trying to find, hey, what works? Hey, what doesn't work, right? Because experience is one of the best, if not the best, teacher in life. Now, experience is also a painful way to learn, but the lessons that you learn from experience will stick with you forever and ever and ever, right? I'm sure you can all think of a time when you did something stupid and you said, well, I'll never do that again. For me, uh, first example that comes to mind was when I was pulled over for driving a little bit too fast, right? That kind of moment sticks with you. And you say, you know what? The experience I had here, I want to make sure that I never have to worry about this or do this again. And you change and adapt as a in result to that experience, as a result of that experience. So use those experiences that you cultivate from the action that you're taking, working towards those goals to adapt your process. So I had my process of, I was going to record a podcast. I was going to edit it a little bit and I was going to post it. And I didn't have the best process at the time, right? I wasn't like, you know, every Monday, Wednesday, I wasn't like every Wednesday. It was kind of Wednesdays when I felt like it, but I had a basic process. And over time, that process became more and more refined. And I was talking with someone that I considered a very good role model and mentor back in the fall 
about processes as it relates to business and success. And he said that the most successful businesses and the most successful individuals have a process in place that is simple enough that they can take it and teach it to anyone and is easy enough to replicate that they can take it and 10 exit, 100 exit, 1000 exit. So for me, my process right now with a podcast is I record an episode with someone incredible and I get information from them in relation to headshot, bio, all that good stuff. And then I edit the podcast a few days in advance from when it's going to release. And then I release it and schedule it and all that. And then I kind of follow up with some people that I know listen. I ask for thoughts and opinions and feedback. Sometimes I get messages on Instagram or text messages in relation to what we've what we've posted. And I love that feedback. But that's my process. It's simple enough where I could teach someone else how to edit a podcast or, you know, hey, you're going to do these five steps and then you're going to have a podcast episode, right? It's simple enough to be taught to someone and it's easy enough to be replicated. So I can do it again and again and again. And I take that system and I've done 10 episodes, 50 episodes, 100 podcast episodes, whatever it is, number wise, with that system in play. So I've talked a little bit about where I started in kind of those early stages of podcasting. And then I started to flow into a little bit about just getting after things and taking action, even if you are fearful, conquer that fear, get in motion and stay in motion. And along that way, you're going to work to develop and build a system that you can replicate time and time again that leads to success. That's the hard part. That's the part where you're putting in extra legwork and extra hours trying to figure out what it is that works and what it is that doesn't work that you have to kick to the curb. Once you have that in play and you're just at that point where you're replicating it over and over and over again, then you're in what I like to refer to as the process. You hear these people all the time who say, trust the process. And I don't think everyone knows what that means. What does it mean to trust in a process? What does it mean to rely on a process? To me, I think of computers, right? So computers have processors in them. And processors think in terms of binary code, ones and zeros. Everything to a computer is either a yes or a no. Did he hit the enter key right now? Yes or no. Did he hit the space bar right now? Yes or no. And when you take that system that you built, right? So the system of this is how I'm going to do things. This is how I'm going to teach others to do it. And this is how I can replicate it. And you simplify it to the point where it can be repeated on a yes or no daily uh, routine. So if I edit, a, if I am doing a podcast, for example, I will say, okay, am I going to record a podcast today? Yes or no? I'll say yes. What will I do for the editing? Will I edit it today, right after I record it? Yes or no? I'll probably say no. 
So I'll say, okay, I'll edit it three days before the release. Yes, I'll do that. And then I kind of check all my boxes and just go through yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. And I do that over and over and over again. And I realized that that piece, that process, that repetitive nature of it sounds a little bit tedious. It sounds a little bit boring. But in reality, that's where you get the most results. You get the most results by doing things over and over and over again. You don't just publish one podcast episode and immediately blow up online. You don't just go to the gym and do one workout and immediately be jacked and set for life, right? You have to repeat things. You have to do them again and again and again. And I realized that people might feel kind of like Sisyphus pushing a stone up a hill that they'll never get to the top of. They'll never get that stone all the way up to the top of that hill and be able to stop pushing because they're constantly constantly repeating that same process over and over and over again. But what you'll realize as you're doing that process is that you actually learn to enjoy it. You actually embrace it. You fall in love with it. You start to realize that I don't really want to live my life without this process because you are building something that has your name attached to it. And as a result, it means more than anything to you or should mean more than anything to you. And when you've done enough of that process to start getting recognition, to start seeing results, it becomes addicting. And you want to keep doing that process over and over and over again. And if you need, you refine your system that you have in place to get more results and more results. And if you were feeling like Sisyphus and you did finally get that rock, that boulder all the way up to the top of the hill, would you stay there? Would you roll that rock back down yourself and start pushing? all over again because if you stay at the top of that hill if you stay at the top of that mountain you're no longer getting stronger you're no longer moving forward you're no longer strengthening the systems that you had in place whether we're talking physical physical bodily systems like the muscular system or your mental system the mental fortitude to get up and go after it day after day after day even when no one's watching, even when you don't have results to show for it. So if you would stay there on top of that hill and not push that rock back down and start all over again, you have to realize that your success will be short-lived. You will not continue to see the growth that you want to see moving forward because you yourself are stagnant. You're not going anywhere. You're stuck. And unfortunately, whenever you're not moving, someone else is moving twice as fast as you, three times as fast as you were. And they're rocketing that rock up their hill. And they're trying to get higher than you. They're trying to get further than you. They're trying to find a way to knock you down and take you off of the throne that you put yourself on. So that's the reason you have to push that rock back down the hill 
metaphorically speaking, and you have to start over again. If it's if it's if that's what it takes, you might have to start over again. You might have to keep doing the work. You might have to keep putting in long nights. You might have to keep putting in long hours and burning the candle at both ends of the stick for a while. But that will strengthen you physically and mentally. And it will help you get the results that you so crave in whatever endeavor that you're pursuing. And as I said, you might have to burn the candle at both ends of the stick for a while. But you'll never see that candle burn brighter. It burns out a lot faster, don't get me wrong. But you'll never see it burn brighter. And you might shock yourself by how long you're able to do things for. As we talked earlier this week with Chris Gronkowski, he was sleeping four hours a night. He was putting in 100-hour work weeks. I can't say I've ever put in a full 100 hours of work personally. This guy did. And he's not the only one that knows what it takes to put in long hours and be successful. I like to tell the story of Thomas Edison. Edison was a failure in school. For lack of a better way to put it, he was flat out dumb. He was behind his peers in elementary school. They were reading and writing. He couldn't read. He was struggling big time. Edison attempted to make a light bulb over 1,090 times. He had over 1,000 patents attempting to make a light bulb. When is the last time that you've tried something more than 10 times before you throw the towel in, or 20 times, or 50 times, or 100 times before you just straight out give up? This guy tried it over 1,090 times, and then he finally succeeded. And what you don't see along there is the hours, the time, the grind that he had to commit to in order to make that happen. Countless hours were spent burning the candle at both ends of the stick in order to make that possible. But he did it. As I mentioned at the start of this episode, Greatness never comes from your comfort zone. If greatness came from your comfort zone, then everyone working a nine to five job would be a billionaire. But unfortunately, that's not the world we live in. We need to put in more hours. We need to put in more time and more effort and more energy and commit more and give more and do more in order to be more. And if you're willing to do that, then you personally can succeed in any endeavor in life, whether that's health and fitness, whether that's business and entrepreneurship or podcasting, writing a book, whatever it is that you want to do. If you have that drive and ambition and you wake up with that day after day after day, no one, nothing can stand in your way. Nothing can stop you. And if there is an obstacle that's put in your way, know that you will either annihilate it And that obstacle that was in your way will actually become your path forward. Or you won't be able to destroy it. And instead, that obstacle will redirect you to a new path. And that new path will take you right where you need to be. I know this was a slightly different episode today. But again, to recap, I wanted to talk a little bit about when we started the podcast and 
I literally was just kind of a kid in school who didn't really have any clue what he was doing and was pretty fearful of what other people were going to think or say about him doing a podcast. But I decided that I'm going to up and do it anyways. And along that road, I found that if you develop a system that you can replicate over and over again and formulate that system into a process that you can repeat day after day after day and simplify things to the point of yes or no, then you can actually develop a overall lifestyle that is basically committed to your growth and development in whatever endeavor you're pursuing. And as you do that time after time after time, you fall in love with that process and you realize that putting in that work and that effort leads to results. And you want to continue to do that and continue to push yourself because not because of the results that you get from it, although they are nice, but because you are addicted to the process of improvement and betterment. And that's the kind of thing that I want more people to feel connected to or feel called to do is improve their current situation, whether that be in health or business or finance or whatever. Work every single day to fight and fight for that better life that you are so capable of achieving in any endeavor. And I'd like to mention too, if you are pursuing something, I don't care what it is, if it's business, if it's health or fitness, if it's a podcast, whatever, please feel free to email. My email is brawnbodytraining at gmail.com. That's brawn with a W. You can email questions if you want insight, advice, anything I can do to help you succeed. I want to do for you. So please do not hesitate to reach out. I am so, so thankful and grateful to be where we are today in the podcast, in my own personal life. I'm thankful for all the incredible people that I've been able to work with. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Brown Body Health and Fitness Podcast. If you've liked this episode, please make sure to share it with a friend subscribe so you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes and leave a review. This way we can spread knowledge and motivation and help reach more people. Thank you again for listening and I'll see you next time.